0: Hey, welcome to our Michelin-rated podcast, Legends of Philadelphia. These are your hosts, Johnny Zito, and his best friend, Tony Trove. I'm Brian Beerman, helping out on engineering duties. You might be asking, what makes these Jugheads so smart? Uh, Well, well, in addition to being Philadelphia natives, Tony Trove and Johnny Zito have a little t-shirt business, Seth Fellini's. That focuses on Philly culture and in-jokes. Lots of times customers ask us, where's the Rocky statue? Or they want to know why it smells like poop at the airport. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that we can solve that one. So we decided to start this podcast as an easy explainer for new Philadelphians and a refresher for the old heads. The city fascinates and excites us, so we're hoping to share that with you.
1: That was great. Right. That was good.
0: Yeah, pretty good, Beerman. I like just getting in and out, and then uh, then I can't. Uh, you don't have as much time to mess it up. Yeah, I think that's a
1: that's a solid approach. I like to stretch it out. <laughs>
2: As much interrupting as, as much, possible. As much interrupting as
1: possible. Oh. Jugheads. <laughs> <I remember laughs> we, went to, we went to a comic book convention like um, so many years ago and somebody was dressed up as Jughead and I took a picture with them. And Zito put on the internet it was like Jughead and a character from Archie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that was a good one, Zito. Uh, got me. You got uh, me. It's good. That's good. The classic jughead gag. Classic jughead yeah. gag. Yep. This is how. This is why it's. This is why I'm so aggressive towards Zito. People always, <laughs> say, why are you so mean to them? And it's like, you know what? You don't know. He deserves it. And no, everyone I mean, keeps saying, isn't it bullshit that Zito has a blue check on his Twitter and I don't? What <laughs> no else says? Everyone that. says That's it. Easy, and there's a campaign man. to get Zito's blue check removed or get me one. Or <laughs> yeah. I don't even care which one happens. It's just not fair. It's just not fair.
0: These random people also want me to get a uh, blue check mark,
2: Bearman, you should definitely get one now it'll drive them it'll drive them crazy it'll be yeah, yeah, we wanna, can introduce
0: ourselves
1: one. as having blue check marks,
0: yeah, well, two of us,
1: two of us anyway, look, there's a strong campaign, there's a strong movement
0: It's me, my wife
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so far that's the only two signatures, but we'll get the fifteen hundred. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I earned it. I filled out the form and then like a year later they gave
3: you me
1: the You send them check. a picture of your license.
2: <laughs> Is that what I Oh, I'm... wow, really? Yeah, yeah. And you have to you have to uh, have a microchip put in the base of your skull. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. No
1: vaccines for for blue check users. That's what they say. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that's what they say.
2: Well, you don't need one. You have a blue check. Yeah, that's the trade-off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: You're you comes with all kinds sorry. of perks, I'm sorry right? I called you out on that. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: You're not, though. No, it's not, not the no, first not. time no, you've no, you no, you no, talked about no, that no, on no. the show.
1: I mean, I'm sorry you feel bad, but I don't feel bad. <laughs> I don't. I don't. A lot of comments say they like when I get when I, when I get mean at Zito. So I'm just, you know, just...
2: <laughs> Lots of people say. Lots of people I, I, say. I hear it. I Lots hear it on the people. internet.
0: Coincidentally, the same people that want me to get a blue mark, say they, uh, <laughs> the, they love when I'm mean. <laughs> they love it.
2: Well, uh, uh, audiences do have a uh, they they do have an affinity for irascible, uh, curmudgeons like that, and uh, that's evident by our topic today. We're we're going to be talking about George Jefferson himself, Sherman Helmsley,
0: who was from Philly. Yeah, and I had no idea. I don't. I had no idea about this.
2: No, me neither. This was this was news to me uh, oh, a few weeks ago when we were looking up famous people from Philadelphia. Uh, so Sherman Hemsley was an actor uh, best known for his role as George Jefferson on the CBS television series All in the Family and the Jeffersons. George Jefferson was frequently opinionated, rude, bigoted, prone to scheming, and not particularly intelligent. But the real-life Sherman was a secret hippie whose truest passions edged uh, uh. closer to singing and dancing than sitcom stardom. So on today's episode, we're going to discuss how Sherman Hemsley moved on up from South Philly to a deluxe career on TV. Oh. Uh.
0: I can't wait to uh, talk about this.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, this one is uh, very, very interesting. We could because
0: you texted us and you were like, "Sherman Helmsley's from Philly," and it was like, "Oh man, we got to do." And I and and it, I read an article years ago about him that we'll talk about. And yeah. uh, I was like, "Oh, we can talk about
2: this." Yes, uh, the. Uh, uh, This is like this is really this is out of left field. I was looking up famous people from Philadelphia because we were looking for ideas for future episodes, and I saw that it said uh, Sherman Hemsley, and I was like, "Oh, is there an inventor or a politician or someone (laughs) named Sherman
1: Hemsley from Philadelphia?" I had, which would be funny because it's the same name as that actor. Yeah,
0: Weezy's husband. (laughs) Is it Hems? Is it Hemsley? It's Hemsley is that It's Hemsley. It's Hemsley. Yeah, yeah. So I've been saying it wrong for the, my whole life.
2: Well, you've just been like slurring it like a South Philadelphian that or a Philadelphia. Oh, that that's well. what it is. Yeah. 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 It's not
0: it that I'm wrong. It, yeah.
2: What's that? I'm from Philadelphia. It's your dialect. <laughs> uh do you guys remember the Jeffersons or, or him on All in the yeah, Family? Of course,
0: yeah. Big time. Yeah. I, Great theme I, song. I, uh yes. Yeah. Excellent do you think we song. could sing the whole thing on on memory? We probably can, right? You know, let's do it. No, well, we're moving on.
3: <laughs> no, uh.
1: don't do it. I guess I, I mean maybe we'll get into it, but I guess the thing that I remember as a kid when this was like watching this and knowing this was that it's part of a television uh, uh, universe that they this took yes. place in the same universe as uh, was on the family?
2: Yeah, and yeah. two 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 seven and uh, other sitcoms from that era uh, that were created by the same producers.
0: Yeah, Norman Lear, uh, like he he had his hand in all these, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I uh, my dad would, me and him would watch all these shows like Sanford and Son, All in the Family, Jeffersons. So like, I grew up watching this stuff. It's so good. Jeffersons is so good.
2: Uh, I actually before I'd ever seen. Uh, the Jeffersons are all in the family. There was a sitcom uh, that was syndicated locally on like either PHL 17 or, or Philly 57, and it was called Amen, and uh, Sherman plays a, de- a deacon at a Philly church. And it was on reruns at like three in the afternoon or... I
0: didn't know that was based in Philly. I've seen that show.
2: Yeah, it's based in Philly. And I watched the opening credit sequence for the show. And the very first thing you see is him pulling into a parking space. And it says, reserved for the deacon, don't even think about parking here.
0: Sets the tone easily. Yeah. Immediately.
2: Yeah, sets the tone. Yeah. So you know you're in Philadelphia. Uh, based on how strongly people have, uh,
0: Lou Bloom was the villain on the show. <laughs> <laughs> he towed. Uh, that was a. That was the cliffhanger. He towed his car. He told. He towed. The, he towed the Deacon's car, even though he had the sign up. That yeah. was the cliffhanger. <laughs>
2: Famously played by Don Knotts. Yeah, everybody knows that.
0: Yes, another great sitcom star <laughs> that no one knows we were talking about.
2: Yeah. <laughs> No, these are—I don't know how many people are going to know who Sherman uh, Hemsley is. I feel,
0: like, I feel like the Jeffersons is, like, so iconic that, like, everybody knows that. Uh, everybody at least, like, kind of knows um, the show, I feel like. And if not, you should go watch it. And uh, the original stuff from All in the Family, when it was him and Archie, was, was so funny. Because he was kind of like—not the black Archie bunker, but he was, like, similar in that he was, like, thick-headed and, like, was stubborn— and he didn't take shit off anybody. So like Archie would be saying all the shit, and 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 he didn't care. He he would he would come right back at Archie, and like not other people would do that. So that's how his like character got started. Yeah, but I don't know too much about like his his o- other career before that.
2: Well, uh, Hemsley was born and raised in South Philly by his mother, who worked at a lamp factory, and uh, he did not meet his father, a screen printer. Yeah, where they make, they make lamps. They, just, just the base, though. The shades come from somewhere else. Yeah, oh. it's a little history on lamp factories for you. That's Trenton, in Trenton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he did not meet his father, a screen printer, until he was 14 years old. Uh, he lived at 22nd and Christian Streets and attended Barrett Middle School. He started at Central High School in ninth grade, but moved to Bach Technical High School for 10th. And before graduating, he dropped out of school and joined the United States Air Force, where he served for four years. Wow.
0: Now Bach is uh, like restaurants. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And art spaces. And we should try and get mural arts to put a uh, Sherman Hemsley mural outside of Bach. (laughs) I'll bet they'd go for it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I'll bet they'd go for it. But it has to be... uh,
0: well, we'll learn later on what it should.
2: Yeah, it has to be him in his true form, not him as his character. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Upon leaving the Air Force, Sherman returned to Philadelphia, where he worked for the United States Postal Service at 30th Street during the day. Oh wow. It. Uh, I think he worked in the office. It doesn't say anything about him like running routes, but I, I
1: think he was just like you know. Oh, because in my
0: head, uh, it's like I picture him like running around. No, he he dropping he, off packets. I mean,
1: he it says he was in the Air Force first. He probably like was trained in doing all sorts of inventory. I'm yeah, logistics fit, I'm sure and stuff. he fit in perfect at 30th Street and that, that mail center there.
2: Yeah. Uh, and at night, he attended the Academy of Dramatic Arts, uh, where he started doing uh, plays around town at places like Society Hill Playhouse, Playhouse in the Park, Valley Forge Music Fair, and anywhere else he could get on stage, really. Uh, he would do children's plays. He would do dramatic stuff. He would do comedies. Uh, he didn't have a lot of luck getting cast at first, but uh, he took these understudy roles and waited for his opportunity. So when the lead got sick and he finally got his chance to uh, to be in the spotlight, he always stole the show. Uh, always made sure to stand out. Um, and uh, Sherman was getting enough buzz around town that he landed some work in New York. So he put in for a transfer to the post office in the Big Apple and packed his bags. Oh, nice!
1: That's cool. How many? I mean, how many dudes in Philadelphia were doing that?
2: Uh, trying to be an actor at an night. Actor, I mean,
1: like do, yeah, like doing the like at that time. Like I don't know. How many I guys mean, guys like I, him were around. Stallone, you know? that's, that's cool. That's what I'm saying. Uh, 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 yeah.
0: I, I agree. With I think Stalo- Sherman Hemsley and Stallone, were like <laughs> Hamlet and Hamlet. No,
1: but like Stallone wasn't like act like being in in like small plays and you know like yeah, well- he
0: was in porn. He was in that porno.
1: <laughs> oh, Stallone was, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> His early work. <laughs> no, but he wasn't in porno, uh, Sherman. You know, he was in like small plays. Like that's cool. We'll get to that. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, I didn't read the script.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: coming in fresh. You're coming always in fresh.
0: wait, wait, you, wait, wait. Yeah, You're always coming down on me uh, uh, for doing that. Oh, look. <laughs> this this, is, was the the,
1: this, this is, is the week. This is the like, I knew you guys were both like well, well versed in this one. So I just i didn't read the script
2: <laughs> i think uh of philadelphia back then in these years uh he was born in 38 and so this is he's like 22 here so you know what is this 1960 he's um he's working at he's coming back to philly working at the post office i think of those as musical years in in the city there were some talk shows and there was bandstand still i think at that time but the, the city is like a musical town and Sherman was also a jazz keyboardist. That was like his side project that he was also no, just doing. Casually
1: good at the piano.
2: Yeah. And so, like, he was like just trying to get into musical theater and locally because that's what was like available. There wasn't like opportunities to be on TV and be an entertainer here in the city. So, uh, he had to go to New York. And uh, up there, he studied with the Negro Ensemble Company and then he joined the Vinette Carols. Or excuse me, he joined Vanette Carroll's Urban Arts Company, where he was cast in, uh, but never jammed. Today, the lottery, old Judge Moses is dead. Moon on the Rainbow Shaw, Step Lively Boys, and the witch. These are these are the kind of things people watch before Marvel movies, I guess. <laughs> before <laughs> I- Thor. <laughs> So, yeah, so he's running around town. He's been in all these uh, different plays uh, because he's part of these different uh, acting companies. And I guess they switch off roles and, you know, everyone's just looking for an opportunity to be out front and things like that. Uh, and he made his Broadway debut in Pearly uh, as Gitlow in the early 1970s. It was a role he had played in Philadelphia to Solid Reviews. And in 1971, famous TV producer Norman Lear saw Sherman perform and cast him to play the reoccurring role of George Jefferson in his new sitcom, All in the Family. Hems- oh, damn. Yeah, but Hemsley was reluctant to leave the theater role because it was a really good gig, and uh, television was kind of wishy-washy, I guess. And uh, Here Today Gone Tomorrow, your show could get canceled, but you know, a, a play is is contracted to, to be performed for so many nights. Uh, and Lear told him that he loved him so much he was going to hold the role open for him. And so the first three seasons, uh, Mr. Jefferson was just a voice uh, on the show. Like you'd hear him over the phone or or from outside the house and Archie's yelling at him because they're like neighbors or whatever. But you never Mm -hmm. saw him. You never saw his face. But the character was always written with uh, Hemsley in mind.
1: That's great. Isn't that cool? That's cool that they were like, well, if it's going to be anyone, it has to be this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like no one else can play it. Like we'd rather have nothing.
0: <laughs> that
1: is pretty cool. Like, there's like no one, like nope. There's no one. Like it's it's him, and that's it.
0: He's such a. He has such a specific look too. That it's like he's like short. He's bald. He's like very skinny. Uh,
2: but he he's just like he's got a great like, voice. He, yeah, and he sings and he dances.
1: He's, and he has so much he expression. Like moves very yeah, I, 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 yeah, Of course, it's like fun he's to watch. Got him. like this ener-
0: this energy too him. Like, yeah, yeah, energy. Yeah.
1: I, I, just, I mean I just think that's a, that's that says a lot for a producer to like not we will just can't go with somebody else.
0: Yeah, Norman Lear What a genius.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, it's pretty interesting that Norman Lear is going to plays in New York and he's going. That guy's got it. That guy's got it. I'll work. What do you, with do that you guy think they're like?
1: Do you think they're like? I mean, that show probably shot in L.A. Maybe they just go to New York and scout actors and then just like lure them to to these TV shows, you know? Be yeah, because that's how that. Work,
2: that you know? Yeah. Yeah, because the big actors are on or the best actors are on Broadway. They're not yeah. playing community theater in L.A. Yeah. They're 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 making it it's somewhere like, listen, else. Yeah, you want to meet Dinah Shore or not? <laughs> <laughs> this is your chance. All right. Eventually, Hemsley did join the cast. Two years later, uh, he and co-star Isabel Sanford portrayed George and Wheezy Jefferson uh, in supporting roles on All in the Family. They appeared in four episodes during the fourth season. And then returned for ten more in the fifth season. Uh, Damn. The, yeah, I mean they were like so popular they were like do it again, but twice as much.
0: So they were like Archie's neighbors, right? Yeah,
2: the way I remember it, and I didn't go back and watch a ton of ep. I didn't watch a bunch of episodes or anything for this. Uh, but yeah, I remember, I remember
0: they. The, she was on as the wife, and then I guess you just never saw him. But she was she was like a character before he was on the show. She was like Edith. She was like their neighbor, and she was friends with Edith. Um, and you know Archie's an asshole, so
2: yeah, and I think that her brother was a character as well, and I remember there being I remember like he was written off once they finally had um uh George Jefferson to replace him, okay, and they were always kind of like explaining his absence as he's like he's at work, he's working at the dry cleaners, and uh that's why you never see him or whatever oh. a- and uh I think um, I think the characters uh they got so popular so quickly. Uh, because they introduced George. Like, they, they had um, Jeffersons from next door coming over occasionally for
1: different reasons. Like, they were uh, building the hype. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And then once you finally reveal George, it's like, oh, this whole, like, picture falls into place, and the characters become super popular, and the Jeffersons were given their own spinoff uh, two years after uh, uh, Hemsley made the, his debut on the sitcom.
0: I think All in the Family is, like, one of the most spinoff shows ever, right? Maybe uh, Happy Days, probably. Y- I would have guessed yeah, Happy, Happy days. days. is probably up there. I
1: would actually yeah. wouldn't be surprised if they're in the same universe as, as all of these. <laughs> like the way those shows expand, but that's yeah.
2: Well, there's that. I mean, there's that comic book writer Dwayne McDuffie who has the the theory of interconnected television. Uh, it's a really great article if anybody is interested in the this subtopic. Uh, the
0: Tommy Tommy Westfield. Yes. Uh, thing from Saint Elsewhere that at the end of St. Elsewhere it's like this kid's he dreamed everything but since <laughs> all these shows are spun off from St. Elsewhere that they're all part of this dream and yes yeah, like uh, like homicide and Law and Order are all part of this. I think
2: right, it's a yeah, movie. and the whole thing, all the New York NBC sitcoms like Seinfeld and Friends and Mad About You and uh, oh wow, all those uh, how th- all these shows had crossovers and stuff. It's a fun read. Uh, Dwayne McDuffie, uh, I think it's called the Westfield uh, Tommy West Westfield Westful something like that. I think that. it's Westfield. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: if you like crap, <laughs> like I do. <laughs> like just just <laughs> trivia that will not come in handy in the re- rest of your life like i the, the like i love this yeah.
2: this trivia used to be really good like drunk at parties where people are like talking about bullshit and you're like oh yeah man like 90% of tv takes place in this in this kid's head and is in his in a in a in a snow globe it's true yeah. i i know it just cuz you're trying to pick up chicks.
0: now look at a it's, party. now it's
1: 2021 and you're talking about it on a podcast yeah mm. yeah this is
0: our parties now mm,
1: this is <laughs> Now you can't walk away. uh, Let's talk about sitcoms we like. (laughs) Record
2: it. That's a good idea for a spinoff of this Mm -hmm. podcast. We should Mm -hmm. just talk about Philadelphia sitcoms or Philadelphia uh, television shows.
1: All right, let's do it. (laughs) Um...
2: George Jefferson, like his neighbor Archie Bunker, was frequently opinionated, but still a loving, hardworking father and husband. Unlike Archie, however, George was energetic and dapper uh, in three-piece suits or plaid sports coats. He was a quick thinker and usually more clever than Archie, too. Frequently, plots of the Jeffersons revolved around George's uh, usually dishonest schemes, and they always ended up uh, comedically failing uh, or blowing up in his face. Yeah. He, so on the... On the Jeffersons, they moved
0: away from where Archie lived. Yeah, hence to the a theme deluxe song. apartment. Right. In the oh, sky. right. But it's because then, did he own the laundromat or become like a a an owner of the laundromat or something.
1: I think he
2: franchises or he th- something. Okay. He gets more of them, uh, as, uh, as I remember. And then, uh, because of that, they're like rich. And then like, he's like, <laughs> he's like, I'm out of this dump. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes.
3: Yeah. And the whole
0: show is him like being like, like living in like the, like the goofy doorman and like, yeah. It's, like, and, and, the the, what's the, um, What's the maid's name? I can't remember. She, like, makes wisecrack is a it Florence.
2: It's something. It's Flo. I something it's like Florent. that. And I they it's Florence, they yeah. spun her off to, to a sit, another yeah, sitcom as that well. Has, she uh, has her own two two seven, which is like everybody hanging out on the the step. So, the Jeffersons proved to be one of Lear's most successful series, enjoying a run of eleven seasons, uh, lasting all the way up through nineteen eighty
0: five. Wow, I didn't realize it was on. It was on till the mid eighties.
1: Back then, that's considered a failure. <laughs> yeah, 11,
3: 11
0: seasons is a, that's a flash in, the pan. flash
3: in the pan Yep.
0: Bonanza was on for 42 years <laughs> <Bonanza>. <laughs> we only spun off 14 shows from
1: this Hogan's Heroes <laughs> Hogan's Heroes, the
2: Hogan's Heroes universe, underrated. The
0: Hogan's Heroes theory that everything takes place in uh, in uh, in Hogan's brain, in
1: Sergeant Schultz's hat.
0: <laughs> uh, you all know Sergeant Schultz, kids, right? I love the like, like, even like. This is old, even for us Like this is like But this is shit like if, you we were, were if, if
1: you were If you were sick If you were sick At home from school And you're our age You put TV on yes. And it was Like It was It was, Jefferson's it was like Jefferson's and Cosby and, show and, and and MASH And the Hogan's Heroes And Before yeah. cable and That's what was you get all that that's, was that's, on TV. that's all you get Yeah <laughs> There's no angry birds <laughs> Angry birds <laughs> There's no There's no angry birds Or Xbox <laughs> a, Like that, <laughs> That new <laughs> that new thing Angry birds. <laughs> there's no mad magazines. There's
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's no zoo books. There's no, <laughs> no gak. No. <laughs> this is what we had.
2: There was in fact gak, actually. There was there was gak. Yeah, yeah. Um, the...
1: learn French with the
2: wuzzles or the wuzzy. <laughs> If your television show or sitcom made it to hundred episodes, you would reach syndication, and then local UHFs would rerun these sitcoms uh, ad nauseum to this day. <laughs> yeah, even <laughs> to now, Seinfeld's on twenty-five years later, so like you can imagine the I love Lu- the lasting power of I Love Lucy and All in the Family. Like these things stuck around and they got rerun. It's
0: the one where she eats chocolates again.
2: Classic. You're gonna, you're gonna you're not gonna get up and walk away. No, there's nothing else to do. It's 1991.
0: Yeah, and like I, I, I guess like as a kid, um, I was such a fan of like TV, like this kind of crap, like old TV shows, and then like VH1 and like all these shows would have like clip shows of like you know they where they would like hype up the legend of all these shows and how great they were, and yeah. you know,
2: and before a Wikipedia or some kind of like explainer, you'd be watching, you'd just jump in in the middle of. One of these sitcoms, right, like MASH, and then one day you want you end up catching the first episode or the last episode, and you're like, "Holy shit! I think that was the last episode of MASH ever," or "I think I just watched the first episode of Cheers ever." And these things are like, uh, you know, you just randomly caught them, and then obviously now everything's on Hulu or Netflix; you have it at the at at at, a, at your fingertips. You know, as soon as you want yeah. it, it's there. But like, it was definitely like a special thing to catch some of There's these. There's something beautiful about broadcast. Yeah, Say it. <laughs> yeah. There's something beautiful about broadcast, and then there's also Nick at Night too. For we, when cable did show up, cable also came with these sitcoms. They were like, "Hey, you guys like old sitcoms in the afternoon? How about at night?" And Neither then, do I. Here's some. <laughs> <laughs>
1: here's,
2: here's my three sons. <laughs> Two episodes of Dragnet. One's in black and white. What? Like <laughs> uh,
0: uh, one's the swinging '60s color. One. <laughs> They're gonna go uh, uh, punch up some hippies. Yeah, <laughs> these kids are on LSD.
1: <laughs> here's a here's a California cheeseburger. <laughs> I'll tell you,
2: I, it's uh, th- this is just literally what was on TV. So, like, um, yes. I know it's not the same, and people might not reach out for, or my people might not know about the Jeffersons or All in the Family because they might not reach out for it now. But if you haven't, and they're available on Hulu and. You should give they're a couple of episodes man.
0: a try. They're, yeah, they're, they're all, funny. San Sanford and Son is another great. They're, they're just like they're still. It's
2: just like classic, classic comedy. Goofy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, lots of wordplay, lots of slapstick. It's just good. It's just good stuff.
0: The actors are great. Yeah,
2: yeah they are. So, despite the Emmy and the Golden Globe nominations, Sherman did find the role uh, of George Jefferson difficult to play at times. The uh, uptight George Jefferson was completely different than the real life actor, who was a shy and intensely private man. Uh, Sherman would describe himself uh, as a hippie, and his psychedelic sensibilities led him to appreciate the offbeat sounds of prog rock legend's gong.
1: Yes.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Groovy. I guess that's why he was
1: (laughs) different than everybody else. (laughs) Yeah, I
2: I never thought about it. I kind of always just assumed, you know... uh, uh, Archie Bunker was like that in real life and George Jefferson was like that in real life but they say Robert
1: De Niro active. actually isn't very uh isn't very mean at all. He's in The
0: Fish actually. He's in
3: Fish. <laughs> <I> <laughs> He's The <into> Fish.
2: <laughs> the band. So yeah, so this is the story that um that uh, Bierman referenced earlier that he had read years ago. Uh,
0: so Gong is like they're prog rock so but they're like goofy like tongue in cheek prog rock like they have, like, a song like Pothead Pixies and they're pixies and they have a song of Flying Teapots and, uh, like, songs about just, like, they're, like, psychedelic but, like, surreal and, like, goofy and, like, I was, like, a fan of them and then, like, I somehow uh, Magnet Magazine, which is, uh, I used to write for this magazine, it's a music magazine, they're based in Philly, and they interviewed um David Allen from Gong, he's, like, the main guy from Gong. And he told the story about Sherman Hemsley and and how he was a fan of Gong. And it was just like two completely different worlds that I never thought would collide did. It was just like, wait, what? Like he likes this really weird band. And then
1: Gong is from France.
0: Are they from France? That's, yeah, I, I, I think. Yeah, like they're, they're very like uh, their world should not they're... cross.
1: Yes. And when they
0: did, I never forgot it. Like, I read this like <laughs> 10 years ago and I was like, w- when you mentioned Sherman Hemsley, I was like, oh, he's fucking. I- <laughs> so I guess, you you can tell. The yeah. Story so. Of
2: <clears throat> so I went and I read the article that you that you sent over. It's pretty funny. Uh, We'll link to it in the visual companion um, because we're going to leave out, you know, for for the sake of time, there are some details that won't make it. But so Gong lead singer David Allen once recalled to Magnet magazine in 1979 that Sherman Hemsley had invited Gong to come crash with them in L.A. Uh, Sherman was a huge fan of the band and uh, he was playing the music for anyone who would listen. And uh, he was dying to be the first guy who booked them in town. Uh, Allen didn't know anything about the Jeffersons because they didn't get uh, those uh, television shows, those sitcoms over in Europe. So uh, he had no idea who Sherman was, and he thought he was a crazy person. He didn't know Wheezy from uh, from from, the, from anyone. Yeah. So when, uh, when he got the phone call, he was like, I don't know, this guy sounds crazy. But when the U.S. television star sent the promised airline tickets, uh, uh, he was like, well, even if he is nuts, he's paying for the trip. So uh, they agreed to go. And um, when they arrived in America, Sherman tried to pick Gong up at the airport himself, but was dogged by crowds of fans trying to get an autograph. Get his autograph.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, not Gong. Not, Leave me not alone. This obscure... <laughs> I'm here to personally pick up Gong. <laughs> Everybody, it's David Allen from
0: cult prog rock French brand Gong.
1: Oh, that's, that's like truly sweet. <laughs> Sign yeah. my
0: copy of Angel's Egg too. <laughs> <on vinyl. laughs> Move away, Sherman Hemsley. <laughs> uh, th-
2: the band wasn't sure what to expect when they got to L.A., but this was certainly a shock. Uh, Sherman was as famous as he claimed to be. So uh, they all escaped into a limo, and immediately Sherman lights up a giant joint. Uh, but the rock stars don't actually do drugs, so the comedian tried to peer pressure them into smoking, and when they <laughs> wouldn't, uh, he finished the weed on his own. Uh,
0: but he was like, he's like, you're in gong and you don't smoke weed? <laughs> <laughs> he, was <just> like, <laughs> he was so taken aback. I, <laughs> he
1: thought nothing of it, he just assumed.
2: Yeah. Well, the music, right? I mean, I'm not really familiar with the band, but Bierman said they have the, the, they, uh, the all this stuff about very, pixies. Yes, yes. But that's like Frank
1: Zappa, too. Like, they don't yeah. do drugs. You know, it's like it's like the fans do. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. guess so, right.
2: They do
0: enough for the band. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, when they got to Sherman's house, there was a sign just inside the front door that read, don't answer the door because it might be the man. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of paranoid, but uh, I guess that statement was uh, in keeping with the times. Uh, but Sherman really meant it uh, when when he gives the band a tour of the place. Sherman reveals there is a makeshift drug lab in the basement where there are two guys mixing LSD. And on <laughs> <laughs>
1: what well, was on the other floor?
2: <laughs> well, on every floor there had been a little uh, crack-free station set up where you could like plop down and light up and get real comfy. Uh, while you got high, uh, which just seems, you know, nice for guests. Just Allegedly polite. Wow. Allegedly. So, Allegedly.
1: so it was like a, it was like a, like a drug passer through kind of place.
2: It looked like it was like a party house, but he was maybe, I mean, if he's mi- mixing LSD in the basement, I mean.
1: Yeah, it's pretty do wild.
0: He, do you think he, he but like. The ass all probably wasn't for him. Like he was probably had like celebrity friends. The, like like Ruth Buzzy was like, you can you get me um, or like uh, uh m- maybe uh uh uh, <laughs> uh, 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 uh our, our Carol Connor who plays Archie Bunker. Sure, of like, course, yeah, he's yeah. Like hey, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to open up my third eye. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> well, let me get uh let me get uh, I'm trying to get my beak wet.
1: Right. <laughs> my beak wet.
2: Sally Struthers and Rob Reiner. They're, yes, they're, they're all just naked, meathead, just 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 dropping acid tabs from from Sherman Hemsley. I think um, I think you're right. It wasn't allegedly. all for allegedly. him. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> I think I don't think it was all for him. But I um, I think he was uh, you know prob- there's these two Breaking Bad guys in his basement. He's he's definitely <laughs> in, in the business of some kind. Uh, it's being sold somewhere. I guess so. Chances are, if you were doing LSD in L.A. in the 70s, you might have had a batch mixed up at uh, Sherman Hemsley's house. Sherman Hemsley's house, yeah. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Look at so that. Thought. Small world. <laughs> um, and the tour ended, uh, Sherman's tour of his home uh, ended on the top floor with a room that had blacked out windows and Gong's song, Flying Teapot, playing on repeat. Uh, Here, there were three voluptuous Southern gals wobbling around naked and stoned. And uh, Sherman just kind of like opened the door and was like, and we got this
1: room, too, if you get bored. You can see why I'm (laughs) Stefan. What's really funny is like the thing about how he picked them up. He left this place. To get them yeah.
2: <laughs> right, what was he doing right before? He Look, came he was to probably pick them there. Up. Like,
1: all right, it's time, it's time to pick up gunk. I'll be, back, <laughs> right. I'll be back in an hour or so. I guess, two. time to make the acid. <laughs> Keep mixing it up. They'll be here soon.
0: Do it fast. Play the loop. They're probably
1: going to want a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah it's gong we're talking about
1: they have a room dedicated just to the one song we i definitely have to listen to flying teapot after flying
0: this. teapot by gong the, the, it's so spotify uh spo- is gonna spike of like <laughs> 300 three gong gong listens are gonna go up 300 percent.
3: like this is such a
0: obscure but that's why I, like when i heard this it was just like what I was like, I don't think I've ever met anyone that knows about Gong except Sherman Henry. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I've never met, i never met him. But if I did, that's what I, uh, that's what I would talk to him about. <laughs> um, pretty cool. Pretty he cool. Also, uh, he, he, he like this other band, Nectar, Nectar, and Nectar, Nectar. Uh, and he like put one of their songs in. Um, like, well, uh, his son is listening to the radio and the Jeffersons, and he comes in dancing to the song.
2: Oh, I did and, like, see that. It's, he... it's the
0: song is really good. It's called "Show Me the Way." And there's another thing. I don't know if we're going to talk about it. Him on the uh, Dinah Shore show. We're going to talk about that.
2: I couldn't find a clip of it, so I wasn't. Gonna I bring couldn't it find up.
0: a clip of it either. So apparently, uh, he does. Uh, there's a another prog rock band called Gentle Giant that is like kind of like yes, uh, if you know yes, and like. He apparently was on the Dinah Shore show and did a an, in, an interpretive dance to one of their songs. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I cannot find a vi- I looked all over. I cannot find a video. If anybody has a video of Sherman Hemsley doing an interpretive dance to Gong or to Gentle Giant from Dinah Shore, I know one of our listeners has to have that.
1: Well, Please let surely. us know. Surely. One of the thirty people who listen. It's not on the internet. We went. <laughs> and I want to
0: see it so bad because uh, he was. I, I. I. just. I have to see it. And then this. This is only going to make me go research Sherman Hemsley even. Maybe more. we can have a part, part two
1: four. further down the road. I'm
0: gonna personally spend the weekend tripping and watching the Jeffersons backwards, <laughs> <laughs> from the last episode to the first, and then then I'll I'll I'll. I'll I'll read my notes when I when I come back next episode.
2: I look forward to your peer reviewed paper.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So uh, Sherman uh, tried to connect Gong with his PR people while they were in town, but Gong was not into it. They thought uh, these admin were worse than the drug chemists that uh, Sherman was hosting <laughs> <laughs> at his house. <laughs> They're real skeeved out. Uh, Gong's lead singer said, quote, I looked at them and I thought these were the cheesiest, most nasty people that I had ever seen in my life, but I liked Sherman a lot. He was very personable, a charming guy, end quote.
0: So it was like, he was surrounded by creeps, but he himself was cool.
2: Yeah, and, um... It doesn't seem like Gong had a huge problem with the creeps at his house. It was the the creeps in the boardroom that they didn't get along with. I guess Sherman was trying to purchase billboards for them up and down Sunset Boulevard to advertise that, their album. The,
0: that's the other thing is like he was so um, popular that he was just like the next day he had like ad people being like they had to meet with this band. And they were like, all right, so I guess we're making uh billboards for you he was was such he was was so popular (laughs) because jefferson's was such a huge show and i guess he was possibly maybe allegedly selling acid to other celebrities (laughs)
3: Uh, uh, that he
0: was just like yeah i'm gonna make this like obscure french rock uh prog rock band into like a, a huge hit here and they're going to have flying teapots all up and down Sunset Strip.
1: I mean, you know, it's, it's so funny because he's not like the character he plays. He's no, he's in yeah, this. He's and like, like so how like these PR people are like, all right, he's probably going to bring something that you would. I don't know. Not this. Not some. F- not not some literally, French literally not like this. Gnomes. I don't know.
2: <laughs>
0: some French gnomes that we brought.
2: In. Yes. Yeah. Just seems out of character. Seems out of character for George Jefferson because it is. Uh, that's how that's what that's how good an actor Sherman Hemsley was. Uh, yes. That he spent years uh, being a completely this is
3: different what he's person. Really like. Yeah. <laughs>
0: he was trying to drop in and drop out, not not <laughs> you know, give, not, not, not on, give uh, people
1: a hard time.
0: Yeah, not not have to hear Florence uh, talk talk back to him. <laughs>
2: Uh, Sherman did get to live out his musical dreams in nineteen eighty nine when he released the single "Ain't That a Kick in the Head," uh, which I couldn't find a copy of, but I assume is a cover of the classic, maybe done in jazz keyboard.
0: But he the the then I found that other video of him from ninety ninety two. Right, he had an album. Dancing. Yeah, he had an, yeah. And, and and this, another thing, is, like, super right up my alley. So it's, like, 92, but he has, like, this, like, 80s funk record that sounds like Cameo, and I love that shit. But by 92, that was, like, outdated. Yeah. It was, like, New Jack Swing <laughs> and shit was, like, the new R&B thing. But, like, but it's then, it's Sherman Hemsley, like, in this um sparkly suit, yeah, like, this, like, lame, silver lame, like, <laughs> shirt doing this dance and like he looks the same as, as he did in the 70s yeah like, he, like, yeah it's like t- 15 almost like 20 years later he looks the same but yeah it's, it's, <laughs> we gotta post the shirt is
1: surprisingly it. It, great and, this, and so is and so is the, his yeah the dancing the, is surprising yeah, the, like everything is like this and the is
2: music like, is like pretty good you want like well we're, yeah it's the album was called
1: dance and it was a rhythm and blues uh, album and uh, yeah, so yeah, it yeah. was dance anybody has that uh, also. Yeah I don't know I mean that's the thing You're expecting one thing I'm like oh is this is a guy From the Jeffersons And I'm like That's not what I was expecting And I was not expecting This whole story either So Yeah <laughs> Sherman Hemsley Yeah true artist True artist Yeah and uh, it was good music But like
2: Bierman said It was just It, it was definitely Too late for the scene Yeah Nirvana and was I don't
0: about know to come if, along And kill it and... Yeah I don't know if anybody I don't know if America Was ready for um, Sex freak uh, Funk daddy uh, Sherman Hemsley <laughs>
3: Can
2: you imagine how well it would play now? Though it would go over like instead
0: of Prince, if it was Sherman Hemsley.
1: (laughs) Man,
2: Uh, Sherman appeared on Soul Train around that time uh, when the record was released, and he performed the song "Eyes in the Dark."
0: I think that's I think that's the 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 video. That's the video. That's that song. It's from Soul Train. It's great, man. We got it. Look that up in the visual.
2: Can you? uh, I'm working at Soul Train in 1992, and they're like, You're Don Cornelius, and you are just like,
0: (laughs) You have a Funk Guy
2: album? Sherman Hemsley wants to come on and and perform. Who? All right. All right.
0: Is there a different Sherman Hemsley? (laughs)
1: Oh, yeah. It's an inventor, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) An inventor. Uh, no matter
2: how he tried, uh, how hard he tried, Sherman could not escape. Uh, could not escape TV. That was his legacy. Uh, largely typecast as George Jefferson type roles, uh, he later joined the cast of NBC's Amen in 1986 as Deacon Ernest Fry, a Philadelphia church deacon. Uh, the sitcom enjoyed a run of five seasons, ending in 1991. So he rolled right off of uh, yeah uh, the one into sitcom, like another right hit into another like successful this. sitcom, and then 1991 that ends, and he starts making uh uh music and trying to get on yeah. soldiering and like and he's like now I'm going to truly pursue my passion. Yeah. Mhm.
1: Jazz keyboard. But that's not what people love him for.
0: Yeah, people weren't ready. be
1: be, be mean and funny. <laughs>
2: <laughs> mm. Well, it wasn't long before he went back to the well. I don't know if you guys remember this. Sherman was then the voice. Uh, he was a voice actor on the ABC live action puppet series Dinosaurs, where he played Bradley P. Richfield, the boss of the main character. Oh, uh, wow. Wow,
3: wow. wow. Yeah. Series I ran uh, until 1994.
2: Th- uh, I, Not the mom I though, guess right? I did.
0: I guess I did know that, but I never like put that together. Wow. That's so funny. And that show was huge. For yeah. like A, a couple of years. Yeah.
2: Uh it ran for four seasons, ended in ninety-four. It was a big deal. I do remember he was the voice, but I would never have thought if I was thinking of like his great like like, oh yeah, if you tell me Sherman, yeah. obviously I'm gonna think of his nineteen ninety-two R and B album. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And We're him first doing place interpretive
0: d- interpretive dance on Dinosaur show.
2: First place my head goes. Uh Dinosaurs <laughs> is actually <laughs> Dinosaurs is on is streaming now. I forget where uh, Disney Plus or HBO Disney, yeah.
0: Another plug, a a (laughs) shout-out.
1: Another shout-out. (laughs) Got to make sure Disney gets its money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check out Hulu. Check out Disney+. Plus. (laughs) These are the only businesses
2: I go to anymore, my streaming services. I used to go to bars. I used to enjoy restaurants. How indie of you. (laughs) Ramen and HBO now. Yep. Um... Hemsley uh, retired after uh, the dinosaur show. He announced his retirement.
0: I actually remember, so I have a, he was in this movie, it might have been one of his last movies that he was in if he retired after this, but I was such a huge fan of Dave Chappelle, me and my friends as a kid, like when Half-Baked came out and his stand-up special. We were such huge fans of his that, He was in a movie called Screwed with Norm MacDonald and Danny DeVito and um, Dave Chappelle and Sherman Hemsley. And we went to see it in theaters on the first day because we were like such (laughs) huge.
3: And it was me, my two
0: other friends. It was like 10 at the time. And there was no one else in the theater. And we were watching the movie and I went to the bathroom and then there was a like an old man in the theater now in the back. And when I went. When I was going to the bathroom. Where is this eating, going? He was straight up eating napkins. <laughs> what? He was eating napkins. Like, he got napkins and what? was eating them.
1: <laughs> what movie theater was this? Do you Riverview. Riverview. Where <laughs> else <laughs>
3: would it be?
2: It was Riverview. Oh, it was the Ritz. It was the landmark Ritz. He was screwed at the, at the landmark at the Ritz the Ritz, the Ritz Borse actually
0: Riverview was like Riverview was like kind of new at the time also so it was like it was like so we were the only people there and then this guy just like walked in halfway through the movie he's he probably went to see a different movie but was like I'm going to get more napkins to eat in this movie and he was straight up eating napkins and I'll never I'll never forget it like I and and I went and I went to the bathroom and I was just like was that guy eating napkins and like I went and i went back and i was like telling i couldn't even watch this the movie's terrible also <laughs> screwed the movie is awful it's terrible you would think with that cast it'd be great it's not available on hulu but uh yeah, yeah. yeah it's on hulu um but uh i never i never forgot that so i that's another Sh- sherman hemsley uh tidbit from my life that's upsetting
2: <laughs> Xylophasia. that's what that's called is that what, when you eat napkins when you eat paper yeah oh did you just know that I knew it had a name. I had to look up how to pronounce it. I didn't want to. I, I didn't want to look stupid. Wow! Sounds stupid.
1: I'm yeah. not laughing at people who do that. I just wasn't expecting that story to go there. No, I wasn't either. I guess <laughs> no, much like, set guess set much like many darker. things in this episode, I just didn't expect it. Yeah. Yes.
0: That's this. That's Legends of Philadelphia. Legends of Philadelphia. Yeah. This is NPR. It's right. <laughs> just like Sherman Hemsley tripping. People eating napkins. <laughs> You can't. Where else are you going to hear about this? There's more swerves to come.
2: So even though he retired uh, after 1994, Hemsley still, you know, he couldn't. He couldn't shake it. He was always out there working. Uh, He's an entertainer. Yeah, he and Isabel Sanford appeared together in the mid to late 90s uh, as George and Wheezy. In their, uh, in the early 2000s and in the 90s. Uh, reprising their roles uh, in guest spots on television series such as The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and in commercials for oh, The Gap. Oh,
0: I do remember that. They were on one episode. He
2: he was actually he was on I I don't remember them coming on as George and Weezy. I remember him coming on as a judge. He like he played like one of the dad's friends uh and like he came on and played a different character.
1: I remember that. Wow, you know. <laughs> yes, I remember that.
2: And then they, they played George and Wheezy on, uh, on uh, Denny's commercials, and then both Gap and Old Navy commercials. I I, I kind of remember something. I was like looking this, to so. see if there was a story about that. Like Dave Chappelle makes jokes about, like, I do ads for Coke and Pepsi, but like they literally did ads for Gap and Old Navy, and they got away with it. I wonder how that works. Um, so
0: George Jefferson, dude. Yeah. George and Wheezy. He They're wants classic, it, he wants. iconic characters.
2: And then I read that because the characters were um because they were famous uh dry cleaning owners on television that they had yeah. been invited to appear at many dry cleaning conventions and sometimes they actually would show up and like cut the ribbon or make an announcement whatever
3: oh,
0: wow. yeah oh,
2: Wow they're hot shots
0: at the uh dry cleaning convention Yeah <laughs> It's like how Batman is at car shows or he used to be all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Like I think you th- can, that that old. Mean kinda... Weezy. <laughs> you can touch Weezy.
1: I remember being a kid. I remember Bud Bundy was at the uh, car show in wow. Philly. Yeah. Bud Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> Not Al Bundy? No, no. no, it was no. Bu- I remember it was Bud Bundy at the Philly car show. This must have been like. Buck the- Bundy, bur- the dog? <laughs> <Mm-mm>.
0: <laughs> no, no, the kid. Oh, I, okay. The hot one? No, no. Oh, okay. I guess that's all right.
1: We were there to see cars, you know. Do you <laughs> go with the yeah. car?
3: <laughs>
2: um, so uh, here's another swerve. There had been rumors that Sherman's sexual orientation led to some problems with Isabel Sanford, who repeatedly made homophobic comments about him on set over the years. Uh, while oh, those, wow. Yeah, I, so I had never heard this, but um, while those claims were uh, published by VH1 in 2007, they had never been substantiated. And uh, oh. at the same time, though, uh, Sherman did not try and correct the record. Uh, he was alive. Oh. Those things were out there. He was making public appearances and uh, uh, was giving interviews as late as uh, 2005 and uh, did, did, not, did not seek to correct the record. Wow,
0: I never knew any anything about that. Uh,
2: Sherman never married, and he had no children, which uh, is, appears in all of his uh, obituaries, which used to be code in Hollywood uh, yeah. for for uh, being a closeted homosexual. Um, wow. Yeah, this is all this is all uh, new to me. But I found a, th- and this might be this is all hearsay. Uh, that that stuff is true. VH1 reported on this, and VH1 linked to. <laughs> Uh,
0: VH1, uh, they dot their eyes and cross their teeth. (laughs) The
2: the pinnacle of of uh, of investigative journalism, journalism, yeah. NPR, VH1, just one right under this. They're both channels. Yeah, they got. VH1 published the Panama Papers. You guys don't
1: remember that? You weren't. (laughs) You weren't paying attention, but it's true. Here's Bono. You may know him from the Panama Papers.
3: <laughs> the Panama Papers.
1: <laughs> Here's with or without you.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> or like his pop-up uh. video. Did you know? <laughs> yeah. Did you know? Pato launders money overseas. <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
2: Well, I guess at the time, in the early 2000s, VH1, like, E! Entertainment was all about uh, celebrity gossip, and so they had, like, a a TMZ-style, you know, uh, stable of reporters and photographers that they would publish content from, and this is among that. And one of the things that they linked to in their article about... uh, Sherman's sexuality is a TV.com message board in which people discuss these rumors uh, about uh, Isabel and the comments and the, the 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 stress on set. An anonymous poster actually claims that he worked with Sherman at the post office in Philadelphia and that everyone knew he was gay and that there were rumors at the time that Sherman had done a gay porn while living in Philadelphia. And this is before the era of where you would like rent it or find it online or even go and see it in a theater. This was like stuff that would have been produced by request, you know what I mean? And sold to okay. a specific, you know, uh, uh, audience, a specific person, uh, an okay. audience of one. Uh, all of that stuff uh, is rumors and, and whatnot, I guess, but uh, VH1 published it at the height of celebrity gossip on the internet in the early mm-hmm.
1: aughts, the mid-aughts. It was so a message board. It's got to be true.
0: Yeah, some guy on a message board.
1: I don't know when I when I go to the post office and I talk to Sue and Kim, they say all kind of gossip, they say all kind of <laughs> rumors. And you know what? That's true. Half of them are true, half of them aren't. You half know, half of them are
0: half, half. of them we
2: we can't know. You know, so. Uh, well, whether the rumors were true or not, uh, he, uh, Sherman reprised his role as George Jefferson, uh, one last time in 2011 alongside Marla Gibbs as Florence Johnson for Tyler Perry's House of Pain. So that was um. That that was the maid uh, character that we were referencing earlier. Damn.
0: So so he's been he was that character on like five different shows then.
2: Oh yeah, at least least. I mean I I'd I'd have to go and double check the Wikipedia, but there were way more shows that he was on other than Fresh Prince
1: as George Jefferson. I just you know. So he played. I mean, up until 2011, he played that character.
2: He would return and appear
1: as George Jefferson. Yeah, Uh, is that longer than Frasier? <laughs> take, that, take that, take that, Niles. What up? Son? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a long
2: time. I mean mid seventies, yeah. he's playing it on TV, and up till two thousand eleven, it's. I mean, even if Fraser's still going at it now, he, George Jefferson hasn't beat. Take a hike,
1: Fraser. <laughs> take your scrambled eggs and uh, <laughs> toss salad. And get the hell out of here. Get the hell out of here. Brother oh, Niles, with you,
0: your gr- grumpy dad. <laughs> man, what a uh, what a legend, man! I, I had no idea this guy was from Philly. I, I didn't know all this. Like, he had such an interesting life. Man. Yeah,
2: really. Uh, Sherman was inducted into the Television Hall of Fame in 2012, and on uh, July 24th, 2012, uh, Hemsley died at his home in El Paso, El Paso, Texas, at the age of 74 from lung cancer. So wow. Yeah, a life well lived,
1: a crazy LSD fueled life well lived. Uh, 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 The best kind. He has to be like the only South Philadelphian in El Paso.
2: (laughs) 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 Not anymore. There's, there's none. Right, right.
0: Truly, like an iconic uh, character, character actor. It's a shame that. It's a shame that it's like one of those things where he was like so good as that character that it like stopped him from doing other things because he was so typecast as because he was so good it's it's like it's it seems like it's just it's weird when that happens like why wow, you're such good actor you can only play this one person it's like yeah but what about how good i am i can do other things it's like nah you're uh, George Jefferson.
2: That's why the stage is so appealing to guys like him. He, you know, he returned a couple of times to do things on on stage and uh, off Broadway stuff because you can. It's it's cheaper and you can uh, experiment and take a chance and get give George Jefferson a chance to play completely against type there. And uh, yeah. meanwhile, you know, if you're trying to get paid, if you're making a living on TV, the the producers of Amen are are banking. They're buying uh, that George Jefferson charisma when they add yes. him to the cast yeah. of their show. And, uh, you know, he had he had star power and pull, but only in his wheelhouse. And he, he clearly recognized that he tried to break out and it didn't quite work for him. And uh, so he kept mining it and didn't seem to ever complain about it. He gave a really deep uh, interview and in, looks like 2003 to like one of these inside the actor studio style, uh, uh, you know, uh, deep dives on his whole life. And uh, okay. uh, we'll link to that in the Visual Companion if people are interested. And he spends the first like 20, 25 minutes talking about growing up in Philadelphia. And he,
0: he, he starts talking about how we're all just part of one vibration of, <laughs> of that. Everybody is like in tune to like. You know...
2: You're joking, but he does. He gets into he get he he lets his
3: I'll his hippiness
0: fly
2: Ooh. a little bit. Yeah.
0: Nice. I man. I what a. Which I could do acid with Sherman Hemsley. Yeah, I'll, I'll say it. I'll go on record.
1: Play play some gong. Play some flying teapot. Yeah, yeah. He'd be like, they were assholes. <laughs> 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 they were wonderful.
2: Yeah, they were wonderful. Uh, it's also I don't know. Maybe we'll cut this. Uh, it's also kind of interesting to me that he is a contemporary of Bill Cosby who was coming up in North Philly at the same time and then went on to do all have similar television success you know with a long-running sitcom and uh, and to be like known for years and years as this character but like Philadelphia hasn't embraced Sherman Hemsley in the same way and now that like Bill Cosby's totally off the board like you know, persona non grata i am surprised that there hasn't been a resurgence even in recognizing that sherman's from south philly that
0: i had no he's idea a yeah. dude and like i was a fan of him for my whole life and i had no idea so we got to spread the word dude
2: yeah i guess south Philly is gonna have to do some some george jefferson t-shirts yeah <laughs> the the mural of sherman hemsley
0: has to be like him but it's got to be like and him being groovy. Really trippy. Really right, trippy. Right. Like yeah, like third eye. Third eyes, and, uh, yes. Oh my god, dude. Illuminati that's such a good stuff. idea. Yeah.
2: Wearing yeah. his wearing his Gold Lemay uh pirate shirt from his appearance on Soul Train.
0: The my long uh con has been to Find a way to talk about Gong on this podcast. Yeah, so, uh, I was looking. Uh, I <laughs> finally did. I'm
1: looking. I'm gonna listen to the Flying Teapot here right after we wrap up. But it's 11 minutes, 53 <laughs> seconds long. Yeah, I thought it was yeah, gonna be yeah. like... sweet. It's a sweet. It's a sweet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, expect a lot of that. If you, uh, if uh,
1: no, that's cool. I just wasn't. On I was like, oh, I'll just pop this song on real quick afterwards, and it's like, just pop, pop, pop it on. on it's singing. longer than the podcast. It's <laughs> this was this
0: this was the song that he was like, this is going to be the number one song in America if I put up this billboard. It's <laughs> eleven minutes. <laughs> oh boy! Wow, this was uh, a very fun episode i don't know if people will enjoy it but uh, i but i enjoyed it yeah
2: i hope people get a kick out of it i really enjoyed learning that sherman hemsley was from philadelphia from south philly no less okay that's pretty much all there is to know about sherman hemsley please check out our website www.southfelini.com that's southfellin icom for cool philly inspired merch check us out on instagram twitter and facebook we're at south Fellini everywhere follow along and join the conversation we want to hear from you Look out for new episodes of the podcast every Monday. Stay safe, wash your hands, and wear a mask.
0: Saturday from 11 to 5 at Chesolini. If you come pick up your order, use the password longhouse and get a free Legends of Philadelphia sticker.
3: Bye.